Hello and welcome back to the Soulful Valley podcast. It's been a while. Happy New Year. I hope that uh, 2023 has started wonderfully for you. And I've got a different episode to begin with this year because one of my authors in the book Evolving on Purpose Co-Creating with the Divine is a Vedic astrologer. She offered to give us an episode all about the astrology of 2023 from the Vedic sidereal astrology perspective. I can't wait to share that with you. It will be at the end of this little introduction from me and the astrologer is called Lalitha Donatella Rivak. She will let you know where to find her. She's already been on this podcast in the first episode for Evolving on Purpose because she was the first author to join in December last year and we're launching that book on May the 4th 2023 which happens to be a full moon that Lalitha recommended to me but it's also the two-year anniversary of the Soulful Valley Publishing House and it's the date that two of my grandparents transitioned to spirit so I'm quite excited about that book launch. I've got another book launch that I'm supporting in February for one of the Entangled No More authors, Solveig Berg, who has had her book that was originally in in German translated to English so that her English-speaking readers, clients, listeners can access the book. So that will be available worldwide on an e-book. On February the 18th, the book is titled You Too Can Be Clairvoyant, Wetting Your Appetite for Reading the Morphogenetic Field by Dr. Solveig Berg. So I'm really excited about that one. I've already read it, as you can imagine, being as I'm collaborating with her on that. And I'm very, very excited about the launch. I'd also like to thank you if you supported my soulful poems launch in December because um, it looked like I got a lot of support for that book as it was a number one in over 40 categories. I literally had to stop counting because I was uh, I was going somewhere and just couldn't keep <laughs> keep monitoring it. But yeah, over we reached number one in Australia, Canada, the UK, Italy, France, I think I've mentioned them all. But yeah, there were several countries with number ones across over 40 categories. So I'm really, really happy about that. I've had some great reviews. So if you've read the book, please do leave a review because it's really helpful. And people who are thinking of reading it and wondering whether it's worth the effort will know just from reading your reviews. So that would be wonderful for for them and helpful for me to get the word out there, to raise consciousness, raise people's vibrations, help people to remove unhealthy patterns of behaviour that isn't serving them. For the rest of this year, we've got a continuation of the Entangled No More series. We will have the continuation of the Evolving on Purpose co-creating with the Divine series. And I've reached out asking for experts around the energy of money 
to help me create a series specifically around the topic of money because I know it's such a big one. There's so much going on in the world at the moment that has really triggered people's poverty consciousness. If we've grown up in poverty consciousness particularly, for me this has been a pattern that I've had to work on for a couple of years to clear and I've gone to past life regressions for that with Katish Aberfield. You can hear some of those on her podcast called The Infinite Life. I highly recommend it because those uh, patterns that came up for me may be some of the things that are blocking you in receiving. But I thought that would be a great topic to have conversations about because I now understand the energy of money and it would be helpful for you to understand that too. In childhood, money was dangerous for me because I lived in a family where domestic violence occurred, usually around the subject of the lack of money. And it also came between me and my dream career as an actress. Once I became an adult and money entered the equation, I gave up on my dreams because I just didn't have the money at the time. And I certainly didn't have any access to this sort of mindset around money because that was um oh that was in 1987 <laughs> a long time ago so i'm very grateful for the the type of information that i have access to now and i just want to share that with as many people as possible because it can turn your life upside down if you get triggered and pulled into the lack and poverty consciousness because you're blocking your own ability to receive and your own ability to create money, which, believe it or not, I've discovered that we all have as well. I hope you enjoy this episode with Lalitha and I will catch you again in the next episode. Bye for now. got some amazing news for you. If you've loved the poetry that I've been sharing on this podcast, I'm launching it as a poetry book called Soulful Poems on Amazon. We also still have a couple of author spaces left in Evolving on Purpose co-creating with the Divine, which we're launching in February 2023. And there are still lots of spaces left in Becoming the Manifesting Diva, launching in the summer of 2023. If you'd like to go and check out any of this awesomeness, you can come and find me at soulfulvalley.com. Hello, Kathy and everyone. It's Lalita, and I'm so delighted to share with you my 2023 predictions for the world using um, Vedic astrology, which is this sidereal zodiac, and the planets exactly as they are in the sky as you would observe them with a telescope or with your naked eye. And this is going to be a very uh, life-changing year. Uh, Every year seems to be, but this particularly, we have two major planets moving to a different sign and everything will shift for everyone. For example, Saturn, the planet of longevity and also kind of slow time, the planet that makes us do our work and then then we'll see the rewards later. 
So most people don't like Saturn because of that, because it doesn't feel good, but it's a very important planet for all of us and for our spiritual growth, but also to see material achievements because as you know when we work hard on something and we really really focus on that thing we can become great at it so saturn is uh, um, the taskmaster but also the the only planet that really uh, can mature us completely um, all the planets are spiritual in vedic astrology but saturn has a special place for that because it doesn't make us feel very happy because it's not a um, walk in the park or it's not a bed of roses, um, if you will. But Saturn is really the planet that will bring us success and long-term gains at the same time as maturing us spiritually. So Saturn moves to from Capricorn. We're talking about this sidereal zodiac. And I know some people will say, no, no, Saturn is already in Aquarius. No, Saturn, according, if you look in the sky, Saturn is still in the last degrees of Capricorn, as we speak today in the beginning of January. And Saturn will move uh, to Aquarius, uh, Aquarius, um, the sidereal zodiac again, and will not return to Capricorn for 30 years. So this is a major change for the world. We have had a Saturn in Capricorn, which was very good for the status quo, corporations, big companies, um, making a lot of money, but it hasn't been very good for the people, you know that, for us, for all of us. We have had a lot of hardships, you know, 2020, the shutdowns, etc. So from Aquarius, Saturn would be more beneficial for um, the masses because Aquarius is oriented towards um, improving society and especially for the future generations. So Saturn and um, uh, Kumba, which is the Sanskrit word for Aquarius, can bring us a lot of help um, with social sciences. Also space travel would be big at this time. Cryptocurrencies, all that is digital, even astronomy astrology they will receive a boost and also people will be more able to negotiate with their um employers and uh, at the higher level i suppose of that politicians will be able to better legislate to make sure everyone has enough food and uh, enough money to live so that is the ideal saturn in aquarius and also it makes everything digital in large groups and um Media events very noticeable that everybody would pay attention to such things if they still haven't. I mean, we don't live under a, a stone, right? Under a rock. But um, these things will become even more important. And uh, what I, can happen at the same time? There may be a little bit of resistance from governments to give all these concessions. So remember in 19, the 1960s, when there was some social unrest, like protests from students and maybe some um, categories, you know, in the industries, etc., uh, workers were rebelling, and so there may be some of that again, absolutely um, possible with um, Saturn moving to Aquarius. But overall, it's a very good transit, and Saturn can bring more wealth 
because uh, Saturn in, in Aquarius means in the 11th house, the natural 11th house of wealth, um, also networks and uh, friends. So pretty much everybody would feel more like mingling and talking to others and comparing notes and helping each other, which is the whole point. We're all in this together. And hopefully there will be more love or at least more understanding in the world. Then we have another major planet, Jupiter. Jupiter in Vedic astrology has the highest wisdom, the highest luck, <laughs> good luck that comes from doing the right thing, from compassion, caring for others. And Jupiter has been in a very uh, exalted place, even though it's not a sign of exaltation in Pisces. Sidereal Pisces means a high-minded high uh, Jupiter bringing a lot of wealth, um, uh, mystical, uh, <laughs> and you know, Kathy, uh, you're a poet, so you know that. So more mystical vibes in, in your poems, lots of poetry, even devotional poetry. But lots of high-minded sciences are highlighted with Jupiter being in Pisces. So that was um, Jupiter will remain in Pisces until April, until about the end of April, and then we'll shift into Aries. Now that is a trickier kind of situation with Jupiter. It's a good placement for Jupiter, but it will be a more active, take action kind of planet because it will also be con in conjunction with a lunar node called Rahu. Rahu is not an easy energy, but it can bring a lot of good. Why? I feel that both Saturn in Aquarius, which is also healing science, a lot of doctors, um, medical doctors have um, a prominent um, Aquarius in their birth chart with key planets in it. Um, and also, uh, so new uh, ways of healing, not only uh, holistic, but medical science itself may be transformed, maybe the finally find cures for uh, problems that have afflicted humanity. So I'm hoping that will happen. Uh, definitely there is a de tendency for Saturn in Aquarius to bring that. And also Jupiter in Aries um, in the uh, constellation called Ashvini can bring a lot of new healers, new, um, new medical science. Uh, it will be unconventional because Rahu, this, this lunar node will be there. So, but all these, these innovation sometimes requires um, thinking out of the box, right? So with Rao and Jupiter together, they don't form an ideal conjunction. I have to be honest with you, it's a difficult energy because Jupiter is very wise. Rahu is very clever, very tricky, very surprising, very innovative. But overall, they can help the world with unconventional solutions. So I'm going to stay positive for that. There's a little aggressiveness with these planets in Aries. So I am not seeing world war, world peace anytime soon, uh, to be honest with you <laughs> and everyone. Um, so for that, what's required? The usual, which we forget all the time, we're all you know, inclined to forget that aggressiveness is in ourselves and we need to bring more love to the world. It's easier said than done, but forgiveness, 
working on ourselves to stay more self-controlled, avoiding aggressiveness, and um, and we usually blame other people. Oh, that person is aggressive. Oh, my neighbors are like that, and also my family they don't understand why they're very aggressive. We have to look within, right? I like very much a teaching um, uh, that Joe Vitali, a an author, talks about. Um, it's a teaching that comes from Hawaii originally, and, and that brings another another perspective. So you always start with "I love you," "I'm sorry," "Please forgive me," and "Thank you." And so this is a teaching that has been around for for forever, but we need to uh, think about it more often in 2023 because I feel it may be a time when lots of governments may get restless and start thinking about even more weapons, more armaments, and that's not what we need, in my view. Okay, yes, so there is a need for defense, but also there is a need for um, making sure we have some peace in this world and not just uh, rushing, rushing to the next best thing for ourselves. So hopefully that will happen, that people will become wiser, but definitely there is a lot of aggressiveness with this conjunction in Aries. And um, well, we know we already have a war in Europe and that's not a good thing. And uh, I don't see that ending in 2023 unless there are some divine intervention, but um, definitely we need to change at the individual level. And uh, let's see a little bit which signs are more um, favored. We're talking about Vedic astrology. So if you don't know your Vedic chart, please search online. There are lots of free softwares. Um, um, overall, we're not looking at the sun sign because in Vedic astrology, we consider the mind the most important aspect of an individual. So we look at the moon. The moon um, is what makes the difference between a difficult life and a beautiful, amazing life right? The way we perceive things, the way we feel, the way we react. And um, the moon sign, so, is incredibly important. Yes, the sun is too, but what is the sun? The sun in Vedic astrology is your father, your career, your success, all very important aspects of life. But in also the personality sometimes and um, the, the sun is also the soul, so we don't see the soul, we usually see our ego, which is the tip of the iceberg of the sun. We see the ego, the person getting very proud, etc., or maybe uh, feeling superior or inferior, all those are ego-based, we all have that, but it's there's a need to tone it down in 2023 and think more of everyone. And the planets will help until... Um, until the end of April. Then we really, really need to be serious. Okay, let's bring more love. Let's be, bring more divine energy on this planet. Let's connect with something um, higher. It's not all about our goals and our gains. So those themes will be very much alive. So for astrological signs, um, I believe Aries will have a good year. Aries is ruled by Mars, so is a planet of leadership and taking action. And Jupiter will be in conjunction with your moon, Aries, and with Rahu. 
So you will feel like there's no stopping you. You will be constantly running around, trying to reach all your goals, which is fabulous. And you're very successful at that usually. It should be a good year overall. Okay, so Vedic uh, remedies for this year, more than ever, will be doing charity, helping others, being um, the great leader that you are, uh, thinking also of, of the benefits for other people. Taurus, you've had Mars on your moon, Vedic moon, for quite a while, until March. Mars will remain in your moon. I know that you're not enjoying this because you're a Venus, gentle person. You can dig your heels and get a little stubborn, but you're overall a very loving person and you love beauty, um, arts, luxury, all these lovely things. Um, and, this, and your family and your, you're very much very attached to your love to your loved ones as it should be so try to remain very uh, diplomatic especially until march um, because uh, mars is making you a little bit stressed out and even overreactive so after that it should be an easier time when you will enjoy your work you'll have to work a little harder this um, year but you will see great um, you will see great results now for Gemini, Gemini, you've been feeling a little beaten up by life, Gemini moons, because you've been having um, Saturn in your eighth house, a difficult placement, which has brought a lot of work, sudden changes, maybe some shock here and there. But now things will get better for you. As, Jupe, as Saturn moves to Aquarius, life will be easier and, you'll end, and Saturn is overall a good planet for you but now you will see great results. So love is also in the stars um, this year. So congratulations. And now let's look at, at um, Cancer. Cancer is ruled by the moon, very sensitive people. I know you're very sensitive. And the Cancer will have um, a little bit of a mixed bag because being so sensitive, having Saturn going between your eighth and the seventh house relationships and sudden changes, you're not very enthusiastic about it. But you will have the blessings of Jupiter and even Rahu, because Rahu rules your um, career, uh, will be in your career house. So that's a lot of energy in your career house and you should be seeing um, improvement. So overall, it will be a good year. For Leo, Leos, after April, you'll be on top of the world. You'll feel amazing. You'll feel very happy. You'll feel very uh, in control of your destiny. And you'll be the great leader you always are. And you, and things will get better and better after April. Until April, please be a little patient. I know it hasn't been very easy for you, but uh, your fortunes are going up. And now let's talk about Virgo. Virgo, you'll have a great time until the end of April. Then uh, you will have to be more cautious in money uh, matters. Uh, you've had Jupiter in your seventh house of relationships. You probably got married or you made a lot of money. Uh, your spouse has been supportive. Uh, your, your boyfriend, your girlfriend have been wonderful to you. You had a great time with a lot of people and um, supported by others and social life, etc. But now it's time to become a little more cautious. You'll have Jupiter and Rahu in your eighth house. So do some soul searching. 
uh, take up meditation if you still don't meditate and life will be easier and also just be prepared to work a little bit harder but just control your fears through meditation i know you virgo people are the gentlest but also very worrisome sometimes <laughs> and uh, you feel uh, you know you always look what could be wrong could go wrong and try to prevent everything that could go wrong and also you keep troubleshooting for other people so stay happy be the, the the wonderful person you've always been very intelligent but just tone it down and don't worry so much and now let's talk about libra libra you've had it it's been a tough life with saturn in the fourth house but now saturn will enter the fifth house of intelligence and divine blessings also education so life will be easier for you and you will not feel you have a very heavy weight in your heart <laughs> as many libras are feeling right now because saturn in the fourth house um it's like having your boss inside the house telling you what to do that things are going to be tough that you have to uh, be restricted in uh, and you can't have fun, you can't see people. So it's been a little bit tough, I know, very difficult, but now life is looking up and you get lots of blessings after um, the 17th of January, 2023. Also, Jupiter is about to enter your seventh house, so lots to celebrate. Life is going to be fun and you spend more time with your friends, your family, and your loved ones, and you'll even make new friendships. You'll have, maybe you'll meet foreigners, you'll have a lot of support this year. And let's move to Scorpio. Scorpio, life has been sweet for you with Jupiter in the fifth house and, uh, and uh, Saturn in the third, which are two amazingly lucky um, placements having a strong Saturn in its own sign of Capricorn and Jupiter in its own si sign of uh, Pisces in good houses, so influencing you very, very positively. It's been wonderful. After the 20th of April, you'll need to take care of your well-being, prioritize your um, fitness, your diet, take care of yourself so you, um, you avoid, uh, you know, feeling over uh, maybe burnt out or overwhelmed later on in the year but it would be a good year just be patient and uh, you may have to move after april uh, even if you do don't worry it will be a good thing for you um also because uh, saturn is a good planet for you and now let's go to sagittarius yay sagittarius you're going to be so happy um saturn will leave uh, the seven and a half years called Sade Sati. Sade Sati scares everyone. Everyone who knows Vedic astrology worries about Sade Sati. Why? Because it means that Saturn will be very influential in your life for seven and a half years. And that's never really easy. It's always a lot of work, sometimes lots of worrying. Uh, and who likes, likes that, right? No one. So, um, so Saturn will not trouble you anymore. Saturn will enter your third house where it will bless you with lots of new projects and success and even a promotion. And also people will just be easier for you. Be very sweet at work uh, with your um, 
or with your peers or with your co-workers and life will be awesome for you this in 2023 um let's move to capricorn capricorn you've been stressed out because saturn has been sitting with has been in conjunction with your moon but saturn is a good planet for you because you're a capricorn so you know how to deal with that and you're also hardworking and very disciplined this year is going to be the pretty much the same thing work and discipline but also life will be sweet don't worry you will have and um, try to um, take up some meditation or another form of uh, uh, relaxation maybe um, mindfulness you can take walks in if you don't like meditation you can take walks in nature early uh, in the early sun early morning sun which is very healthy for you very very uh, supportive of your uh, very busy life let's move to aquarius aquarius you're in sadasati too but for you also saturn is your ruler so aquarius is ruled both by saturn and rahu so you you can handle saturn and rahu better than most people so saturn will bless you with good things at work and also just uh, you may get married and also love will be very uh, sweet and deep so you'll have a good year um jupiter will be in your in your fourth house um so you feel that you want to make some changes at work at home and if you work from home so that would be uh, a must so make sure you buy maybe new furniture or maybe a comfortable desk chair so you, you can enjoy your home too and now let's go to the final sign of Pisces. Pisces, you felt under pressure now um, because Jupiter is a wonderful planet, but on your moon, it can be a little too much. But uh, so you felt like you were not enjoying uh, being with others or doing all the uh, idealistic things you like to do. This year, um, Jupiter will enter your second house at the end of April around the 20th of April and life will be much easier. You'll see more wealth coming into your life and you will um, feel overall more optimistic. So I'm very happy for you, Pisces, um, and life will be easier. You're in Sadesati, but you're used to being um, introspective so saturn will make you look deeper to find out how you can improve life with work charity and all these things but that's you that's your second nature charity and uh, introspection and the more time to spend co-creating with the divine that is something that you already know how to do so congratulations and uh, good luck everyone have a wonderful new year and i'm very happy to have looked into the cosmic window for you and uh love your feedback you can find me at shreamlab.com or you can um, search with my name uh, i believe kathy also will share uh, a link to get in touch with me my name again is lalita donatella rebeck Thank you again, and it's been delightful. And uh, thank you, Kathy. I love your podcast. Obviously, it's one of my favorite places to be. So I will talk to you soon.
Thank you. Goodbye. So ask yourself, is this for me? Give yourself some memories. Learn to trust your intuition now. Thanks for listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. I trust that you will have heard something today that you were ready to hear and that it's made you feel a little lighter, more aligned and connected with your soul's purpose and you have been reminded of who you really are and the true nature of the power that you hold within you. My aim for this podcast is to bring love, light, wisdom, raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed the show, go back and listen to some of the back catalogue of previous episodes. Subscribe, follow, rate and review so that you're notified when new episodes drop in and share this podcast with anyone that you think it may help to listen to. You can connect with me at soulfulvalley.com and if you scroll to the bottom of the website, there are links to my social media platforms.